0: Welcome to Juggling Podcast number 22. My name's Luke Burge. Normally I record this in Berlin um, with Polar, but uh, not today. Right now I'm in Paris, or just outside of Paris in an airport, and I'm flying to Toulouse um, and without Polar as well. Uh, so I'll be recording what I get up to um, at the Toulouse Juggling Convention, otherwise called Bouda Le Jongle, or something like that. Um, so, yeah, I'll be recording what the convention is like, um, what a French convention is like. I'll be talking to the organisers, getting their updates about the, how they organise the convention and what's going on, talking to the artists too, and just talking, generally, you know, updating what I did, like like I did with the British Juggling Convention podcast and the Sydney Juggling Convention podcast. And, uh, yeah, I'm in the airport in Paris waiting for a connection. I've got about an hour to kill here. So I thought I'd just record this now, start recording the podcast before I even get there we recorded actually the last podcast just 2 days ago on Sundays and i only uploaded it yesterday when i got back to uh, to berlin uh, so no feedback from that yet no emails so i'll be dealing with the emails and answering questions at the end of this podcast instead of instead of next podcast or whatever i'm trying to say yeah so haven't had any emails back yet haven't managed to check emails but probably will do by the end of the week so um i'll answer any questions then yeah so that's it so the journey begins. More updates later. So, it's the uh, next day and I'm now in Toulouse. Um got picked up from the airport yesterday and taken to the convention site, but nothing was actually happening at the convention site because it wasn't properly open yet. Um, and they were setting some things up, so in the stead I decided not to stay there, and I got taken, uh, me and another artist called uh, Miadka, uh, we were taken to someone's apartment in Toulouse, and I pretty much slept from about uh, 8 o'clock onwards because I was really really tired because I've been doing a lot of traveling recently and uh, didn't get much sleep on uh, on Monday night either because I was uh, working in the apartment and then flying out really early in the morning um but yeah so I had a look around Toulouse this morning um not a lot to see and it was raining but now I'm in uh in the convention site again, got back there and uh, posted some postcards and things like that. And now I'm in the main hall, a big, big juggling hall. It wasn't open for anyone, but there was quite a few artists on site. And uh, and I thought, hey, we'll let the artists in there. So I came in, and there was um, Roman and Ella from Trespass. They were training, and Marco turned up. I don't think he's an artist here, but he can. He sneaked in and he's training here as well. Uh, Mjadka as well uh, from Belgium um and stefan Singh, some of my uh, favorite jugglers here as well so uh, i've been hanging out a bit with stefan Singh and training and uh convention site is actually quite large it's got a, a big tent a big top that's where all the shows are happening it's got a cafe um the uh, italian caterers who are normally ejcs are here big field a big party hall as well where they're going to have the parties and drinks and renegade stage a bar in the field and a big big hall like we have here and camping as well um I really wanted to get one of the organisers to uh, talk on the podcast to explain what's going to go on and how many people are here, but uh, nobody I've talked to who's organising it yet has got good enough English for me to understand, let alone people on the podcast to understand. So, uh, yeah, I'll be catching up with hopefully some organisers, other people, later on. Uh, There's going to be about a 1,000 people here over the week. That's the numbers that they're expecting, so a very large convention. Anyway, more updates uh, later on in the podcast. So it's later on in the day, and I'm still in the hall. Now it's a little bit busier. They've put some music on, and also there's lots of French jugglers here, not just the artists from the show. Because to be honest, I'd seen all of them, uh, and now some interesting jugglers have turned up, including um, people who juggle white silicon balls, which seems to be quite a lot of uh, a lot of French jugglers juggle white silicon balls. Also, there's a girl on the far side of the, of the hall, and she was juggling, laying on her back, um, and with her feet as well. And she, I think she was doing six six balls or something between her hands and her feet.
1: Uh, sitting next to me is. Marco Paoletti, what was she doing? She was doing five ball, uh, three ball cascade and two balls in the feet and exchanging and then she was doing multiplex with the feet into the hand. Multiplexes on the feet, I missed that one. With two balls,
0: catching two balls on one foot at the same time. Absolutely bonkers. And this other guy, just tell me what this guy is doing
1: here before. He's bouncing three balls between the legs. No, oh, What was he doing before? Uh, before he was doing three balls over the head without looking and falling asleep. And also, uh, what did he do with the elbows? I can't remember exactly what he did, but both me and Marco had exactly the same expression on our faces. Uh, He crossed his arms and juggled a three-ball cascade with the space of the elbow, of the inside of the elbow. With silicon balls just bouncing on and off the
0: elbow. It was absolutely bonkers. And And me and Marco just literally both went together (gasps) at the same time. Very, very funny. Um, Anyway, yeah, Uh, a show this evening. Uh, So an update after the show. (laughs) So it's Thursday evening and the show uh, has begun, the evening show has begun and we've just seen the first half and the first half was a show by a um, circus school here in Toulouse called Lido and you could tell it was a um, a circus school show because uh, well, there's, there's always signs to know if there's a circus school show. Do you know what
1: they are Priam? The, the guy before?
0: No, no, I'm just saying the show before. <laughs> you can tell it's a circus
1: school show. Actually, it's uh, not really a circus school no? show. It's people uh, who are not professional, who are not students in the circus school, but who are training in the circus school. Oh, well, they're training at the circus school. And, but and, but they, they are not professional and they just wanted to, to make something together. Yeah, you could,
0: you could see that. But the, the, the sign that if they're, they're circus school students or trained at circus school is that they don't wear shoes okay yeah. because in the circus school they're not allowed to wear shoes and uh and so they develop their characters without shoes even though they're wearing smart j- jackets yeah, and yeah. hats no shoes so that's uh that's one thing to see as well <laughs> um so uh yeah and also the, the strange sort of theatrical aspect of it which is not really so much of a story just sort of like a set
1: yeah strange and uh, not really finished I think
0: yeah of course not finished but that's the thing it's a work in progress it was uh quite cool and some of the act ideas yeah, yeah. Were, were pretty cool <laughs> this next half of the show is um Can you say the name of the the act? Compagnie les Parents, which means. Uh, people who are walking in circles. So we're about to see a show with lots of people walking yeah. in circles. I think two, two oh, people. <laughs> two people. Two people working the show. And I've, I've heard that one of the guys in this show is one of the guys from Le Tennis. Um, and le I, saw le the, tennis, yeah. Yeah, I saw that show before and I really enjoyed that. So hopefully this is going to be quite cool. Yeah. And also I've heard this is the last time this show is going to happen. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. it's
1: nine years now that the show is, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is, uh, is done everywhere.
0: Okay, well, I guess that's just about enough for this. Probably can't hear anything, so uh, the sh- let the show begin. Woo-hoo! So it's after the uh, end of the first show of the convention, uh, and with me is Marco Paoletti. Marco, you said to me before that one of the main reasons you're here, you're not here to perform, you just want to come along and relax and see the shows.
1: Yes, exactly. The first time I saw a videocassette was of this show. The first time I saw any European juggling was uh, Pass en And it was the show that you saw this evening? It was only f- 10 minutes of the show we saw this evening. Imagine, look, that they played with everything. It wasn't just uh, normal uh, club manipulation. It was different.
0: So tell me a bit about the show that we saw this evening then.
1: Uh, well, especially when they do like the drop uh, acting part, that it's really they drop on purpose and they can continue... They play. They drank a whole bottle of wine in the show. Did you realize?
0: I did see that actually. Yeah, that was a big part of it. What they were doing is they had some boxes, uh, big boxes. Actually, they packed everything away into the boxes at the very end, which was pretty cool. Um, but they you had this why?
1: why is you that? Why? Because this is the last time they will perform this show. Is that why they nailed it shut at the end? Exactly. They all the all their show fitted inside the box, and they nailed the box with a cling, cling, cling. And that made it amazing.
0: Oh, wow. So it was the last yes. time. I heard rumors about that. I wasn't entirely sure. But what they were doing is is um, drinking a bottle of wine and playing with juggling clubs at the same time. Well, not always at the same time, but that was what the whole show was. Playing with a cork, playing yeah. with a bottle. Can
1: you explain, Luke, that part that the guy goes with the table and turns around with a bottle?
0: Oh, yeah. and they had the, Pretty much not a huge amount of normal juggling in it. I mean, there wasn't five-club routine between them, but mostly it was playing with bottles, playing with um with the uh, glasses and playing with the water well not the water with the actual wine inside as well Uh, at one point the guy got like a tabletop which is just a plank of wood and balanced a a bottle of wine on the top of it and then started spinning in a circle and using the the centrifugal force managed to stick the bottle to the top tabletop and uh, miles away from his body it was fantastic
1: it's so hard to describe the show so hard to explain what we've seen because Every time you want to explain, it, so many words. And it yeah,
0: of simple. course. And I think that's actually, like I was saying before, it's like everything that they did was... Uh, every time they made a mistake, I thought, oh, it's a mistake. But it didn't. It led on to more fun and obviously choreographed. So every mistake that they made... Uh, and then a mistake did happen, which was one of the guy's braces snapped. But then they could play with that. They just had the confidence, the confidence to just go on with it and keep playing. Yeah, it was was absolutely amazing. Um Actually, do you know what the other shows are at the convention?
1: Yes, it's you, it's
0: Stefan. No, we're the artists. I thought there were some more shows.
1: Ah, uh, shows, entire shows. Yeah. You mean not acts? No, I have no clue.
0: Oh, well, I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to uh, seeing what happens uh, tomorrow. I think Le Tenich, who, who was... Uh, oh, you remember, you remember, you've seen them. Yeah, I saw them in the Berlin convention. They were fantastic. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, and actually some other people have turned up again. There was uh, Priam, who we, I spoke to just before the show. Uh, Lorenzo, hat juggler, he is here. Yeah. Um, Trespass. yes, we, I mentioned them before. I was just trying to think of who, what other uh, acts that I've seen. But actually, to be honest, so far, it's not the people who I know who I'm excited about. It's all the people at the convention who I don't know. Yeah. Those are the people I'm really excited about. So, um, and Stefan's yeah. show is different now. Stefan's show?
1: totally changed.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to seeing Stefan's new, uh, new show as well. Anyway, more updates coming later. Later. So, last update was last night. It was Thursday night after the show. I was talking to Marco about that. I think that was the last thing I, I did. Uh, now I'm sitting in the hall and it's um, Thursday. Or was it yesterday? Wednesday? I can't even remember what day it is. It's definitely Thursday today. Uh, beside me is Ryan. Say hi, Ryan. Hello. Ryan is a, is a cool
2: contact juggler from Canada who's over in France. Uh, where are you actually here in France? Where am I in? No, why are you here? Uh, for this particular convention. And also, I went to the. Convention de boule au cristal. Meaning? Uh, the crystal ball convention, or the CJC, that happened about a week ago in Rennes. In where? In Rennes. I don't know that.
0: I, I don't know. Am I, I'm not very good at French uh, French towns. Like Upper France. Upper France. Is that is that a technical <laughs> term? So somewhere in Upper France, there's been another convention, and I think a few people were there. Who else was here? Who else here at the
2: convention was there? Um... There's a guy named uh, Manet, who's kind of doing breakdance and contact, and he was up there and we talked him into coming down for this, and uh, not actually so many people. A lot of them didn't come down here. Oh, that's
0: a pity. Um, anyway, what have I done today? I've done a workshop, which was quite cool, a beginner's ball and ring workshop, which was quite cool. Um, showed lots of new stuff that I don't think many people in France have... Seen before, um, and uh, I saw. Didn't go attend, but I saw other people's workshops, including Stefan Zing doing his workshop. And It was quite amusing because he would say, "Hey, throw a ball up high, and then be sensual and touch yourself." and uh, And his example, his example was that he sort of rubbed his hands and his arms over his head, you know, sort of like a a cat, which is sort of like mm, like this. And so he says, "Do something like that," and of course, like. of the people maybe about 100 people in the audience about 75 people threw the ball up high and did exactly the same thing as Stefan did so it's literally like watching 75 Stefan zings in all in unison throwing balls in the air and rubbing their heads um it's amazing to see someone who's who's developed their own style so much so that when they just say hey do this and someone
2: who does it it's like yeah that's Stefan zing um and also Emiliano uh who is here uh you seen Emiliano? No, I know Emiliano from quite a while ago. I think I went to Bahrain with him, but I haven't seen him here yet. It'd be nice to say hello.
0: Oh, well, he was doing his um, club juggling workshop, which is quite cool. Um, I've done an interview with him on the podcast before, though, so I probably won't catch up with him so much at this convention. And uh, and what else did I see? No, I don't know, really. It's been raining a lot outside, so the festival site's been a bit swelchy and muddy, so I've not really been there. Le Tenis were playing their show this afternoon, but I didn't see that because it was it was raining. Um, I think they were performing inside, but I just couldn't be bothered to do it. Uh, other people who've turned up, Mintam, Mintam Kaplan is here, uh, another one of my favourite jugglers. This is great because it seems to be like all my favourite jugglers in the same place at the same time for this convention. Uh, so I'm really, really looking forward to the show on uh, on Saturday night. Um, otherwise, yeah, uh, a show this evening. I think it's an open stage show this evening. Pream's performing, a few other people performing. Don't really know who else.
2: You have Any idea? Jeeve is performing. Tell me about Jeeve. I don't know about Givre. Uh He came from the Lido school. He does a lot of manipulation and he has a section in the video in isolation, which... Uh, he actually does three things. He works with clubs, he works with a broom with two ends, and he works with a, a stick. I haven't seen that DVD. Is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's it, It's... That's your DVD, yeah. isn't it? I'm not going to say anymore. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the
0: Lido school is the, uh, I think it's the, the circus school here in Toulouse, um, which is cool. Who else is here? Toto from Chile is here, and he said, hi, Luke, and I, I didn't recognize him at all, which was quite embarrassing. Um, Otherwise, yeah, uh, one other thing that I'd like to say, I think Ryan could maybe back me up on this. I just went for dinner with not just Ryan, but Janine and Ed and some other people as well, generally sort of body-popping contact jugglers. And I remember mentioning on a podcast a while ago with uh, Stefan Zing how we're talking about Philip, um, Stefan's partner for a long time was a was a beatboxer and you couldn't have a conversation with him without him going like this and it was just like every single time you couldn't have a, you just couldn't talk to him without him like obsessively doing um, his uh, beatboxing stuff and having a meal with um, with with body popping contact jugglers because it's like i i think it's great that people can be that obsessive because that's what brings out the marvelous tricks that they do and <laughs> all the creativity but what it was it was literally they were holding their forks and they couldn't just put the forks into the mouth every time between moves i say between moves between eating actions they would hold the forks and then sort of turn them like fate like hands on a clock and then make geometric shapes with uh, uh with the forks and things and then the same with the hands all the time and Janine shaking her head of um, so it could be quite grating and I wasn't going to mention it until Stefan Zing joined in by throwing food into his mouth and doing like sleight of hand tricks like he does um, with his bread and his tomatoes and stuff. So uh, yeah, uh, uh, one of the most interesting dinners I've had for a while purely for um, because it was like a juggling show taking place at uh, in front of me as I did it. So yeah, uh, more updates later after the show um, and we'll see Gilles and Priam and all the other acts from here in Toulouse so in the background we can hear two guys on stage with um jackets on purple no orange and blue costumes meant to be at a disco anyway they're getting the crowd going before the open stage we've just seen one half of the show we're expecting an open stage situation me and ryan sat down we were expecting an open stage and suddenly lots of kids came out (laughs) and then more kids came out and then more kids came out and more kids came out and it turns out it was a youth circus um, kind of uh, thing going on the
2: disco has begun
0: the disco has begun so I think this might be the start of the warm up before the open stage anyway this was the uh, youth circus based at the Lido here in Toulouse like a local circus of course they had all the parents along with them the whole theatre was completely packed or big tops not really a theatre And uh, it's actually the second ever youth circus show that I've been really impressed with and really had a grin on my face all the way through. The first one, I think, was the Circus Kabawatsi in Berlin last year that we saw. Uh, And this was great. They did lots of singing, lots of dancing. Not a lot of actual circus skills, but I think when you're not that skillful, I think that's the way to keep it. A lot more entertainment uh, rather than... Lots of uh, dodgy joggling skills. But the acrobatics that they did, really, really good stuff. They were doing acrobatic skills that impressed the hell out of me. Uh, people are wanting to get in into the seats. Go, for Go past. Go on. Um, yeah, some people are just trying to get past us on the seats now. But uh, the weirdest thing was is that, like I said before, Ryan and I were expecting an open stage. So uh, now the open stage is coming up there's lots of great artists coming up as well that we know about and we're really looking forward to it so uh, another update after the open stage so now it's friday morning well sort of it's past midday already um, the show last night was really good i didn't do an update straight away because i wanted to get back to the gym and run through my routine a few times while the gym was empty and that was really cool and then i checked for a while with some people and then fell asleep in the gym so uh, no update last night Um, But the show last night was absolutely fantastic. The uh, second half, well, I say absolutely fantastic. There were some absolutely fantastic acts in there. There's also some uh, quite um, eh, not-so-good acts as well. People sort of, well, it's very French, let me put it that way. It's like the open stage at the EJC, but only french people taking part because that's what it was it was just an open stage at a french convention so lots of people sort of rolling around on the floor with clubs um some uh, dodgy ball juggling with a character like a tramp um but there were some really great acts uh, one guy called jive or jiva something like that he had this broom uh like a, a sweeping brush with two ends on it and he used that as a staff and the ends span round and it was really really quite effective he came back on later and did some like stick isolation routine which um, wasn't so good um but uh, I really, uh, really enjoyed his broom stuff. Uh, one girl, can't remember her name, she did a really nice one, two and three club juggling routine. Uh, again, lots of rolling around on the floor and stuff. But um, she looked good doing it, which is the, the main thing if you're on stage, in my opinion. And uh, finally, my favourite actor the entire night was uh, Guillaume. Now, Guillaume is a, a guy who often performs with lots of Paris jugglers um, at the EJC on the open stage where they do their sort of like sexy routines where they're... Um, lots of them on stage 8 or 9 of them on stage at once he also at the Italy JC last year he did this routine um with i think three balls and he was in this like uh, spider outfit and he moved around the stage like a spider uh well i i had spider in my mind when i saw it and to be honest that's not him he's quite a sweet young guy with a with a nice face and he doesn't he's not a spider uh, but uh, so so I've, I've liked his previous routines more than that anyway he did a routine last night he came out on stage and there was a table set up on stage and a, in a uh, and a chair and one like stage ball on the table. And he came up with three bean bags and did a small amount of bean bag juggling, uh, like three ball juggling at the front of the stage. And then he went back, sat on the chair, and then did a routine with lots and lots of dropping the balls onto the tables. Um, and the, the ball that's already on the table, the stage ball, he would roll across and stop it just before it fell off the edge of the table, and then he would sort of do a bit more three-ball juggling and then roll the ball back and stop it just before it goes off the edge of the table, and then there's some really, lots of really nice moments where the ball does sort of go off the edge of the table. I wouldn't spoil it for you in case you ever get to see it. Um, but yeah, just fantastic. The character was great. It fit perfectly, utterly perfectly to the music. The, my only complaint about it was it was only about three minutes long, the entire routine, and I want it to be, you know, just a little bit more for me to explore it just a bit more. But otherwise, uh, Guillaume, uh, still one of my favourite three-ball jugglers. I'm always really impressed with him on stage um, when he uh, performs uh, with his three balls. And uh, this, I think, has got a lot of future, this routine. I think it could be quite popular if he did it, say, at the EJC. I think he could get a lot more fans with this kind of routine. Um, So that was last night. Today, what's happening today? Well, at the moment, Priam is doing a a two Diablo workshop, and it's two high Diablo workshops. So it's quite amazing to see like 20 people all doing two high Diablos at the same time looks quite pretty Uh, there's a guy I just saw I I was quite enthusiastic about it I thought wow that's really cool what did he do there and I realised all he did was a pirouette under three clubs but he has a big ponytail so the pirouette starts and then his ponytail starts and then he like spins down and stops and but then his ponytail is still moving and then it catches up and swings back again so instead of just being one movement in the pirouette it's sort of like four or five different movements just for the addition of a ponytail so I think if I if I make a new costume for myself, I'm going to have dangly bits on it. So uh, so when I spin around, the uh, the dangly bits continue the movement after I do, so make it a lot more visual. Um, what else am I seeing here? Uh, Mintam is is chatting. He was doing a bit of juggling before, uh, which was quite always quite cool to see. Um, Stefan Zing, he's going to do a workshop soon. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing his workshop again rather than actually taking part. Otherwise, I think that's about it. Um, today I'll uh, uh, I've also been into town this morning as well because the food here isn't great at all I've not been too impressed with the catering uh, there's a lot of it but it's just not very nice at all and quite a few of us uh, other artists have gone into into town for provisions um, and finally the weather seems to be picking up a bit the it's been raining quite a lot recently um, and it's it's okay actually because uh, I've always said if a, if a convention relies on good weather to be a good convention, it's probably going to be a bad convention, uh, but this place has got a huge gym and there's no juggling in tents, there is a big tent but it's like a like a big top so it doesn't matter if it's raining outside it's still a great venue inside and there's a huge hall to juggle in so the rain hasn't really affected the convention too much except that I've only bought one jumper with me and and one jacket um, so I'm feeling a bit smelly just wearing the same jumper over and over again because it's, uh, it's not that sunny and I was expecting sun in the south of France. So That's it for Friday, more updates um, from the show this evening. Because uh, trespass are performing a, a full show, and I'm really looking forward to them seeing them. I've actually been chatting to them a bit, and they say they'll do a, an interview with me for the podcast, but um, not at this convention because I, I need to do. I want to see their show first, and then interview them uh, their full show first, and then interview them. And uh, they they're heading off pretty much just straight after the show that they do tomorrow night. So when I catch up with them again, I th- they said they're going to be in Berlin in June. So when they're in Berlin in June, we'll catch up with them and do a an interview with them there for the podcast. Otherwise, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing their show and giving a, a review of their show this evening. So, um, catch you later. Uh, uh, there's been a, a a big, another long open stage. It started off, well, it didn't start off good. It started off with lots of people rolling around on stage to to slow music, and then it continued on to more people rolling around on stage to slow music, and then it kept on going on and on and on. At about an hour and a half, I, uh, I left because... Uh, I didn't, I didn't want to see any more. Um, nothing wrong with French open stages, but sometimes I'd like to see some juggling. I sound all completely uncultured at the moment by saying that, but really, really, sometimes I'd just like to see some uh, cool juggling without uh, too much art attached to it. Because good art is good, um, but just rolling around on stage—and I'm not kidding—just lots and lots of rolling around on stage uh, gets gets me tired after a while. And you're not allowed to drink in the theatre, and um, and I knew after exactly straight after the show there'd be a huge queue for the toilet, so I just left the show early. Uh, I didn't miss too much. There was some good stuff, but um, it was a uh, f- little and uh, far between. It so um, hopefully uh, once the uh, once the trespass show starts in a few minutes, I'll. Uh, be able to enjoy it a lot more so reaction to the trespass show coming up um next wow 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 Wow. Well, I'd say more, but I've just watched the end of the uh, or the whole of the uh, Trespass show. It lasted about, I guess, 40, 45 minutes, um, and it was absolutely, utterly, completely, 100% fantastic. I remember seeing these guys at the EJC in um, in Carvan, and uh, they did their vertical diabolo and really broke the mold for diabolo for me and took diabolo in a completely different direction from anything I'd ever seen before. And they've just gone and done it again. Um, forget just vertical Diablo these guys are doing Diablo just literally like you've never seen before they've um, put additions like uh, extra mechanical bits and pieces onto um, Henry's Diabolos to, uh, to do more wonderful things with them including spinning top kind of moves um, with up to two Diabolos which means that once you can get a Diablo spinning on its side and uh, sort of leave it somewhere for a bit you can get another one spinning on its side and, uh, and then do duo, uh, not duo like um, double vertex diabolo, so that's two diabolos on its side, and I've never seen that done before. I've seen lots of people try it before, um, but uh, yeah, first time I've ever seen it uh, actually pulled off, and on stage for that matter as well. Also, lots of other cool things about taking diabolos apart and um, and uh, rolling them around the floor as well. But just fantastic, um, uh, unbelievable. Roman and Ella, are very very sexy, both of them on stage, very very sensual, and uh, and they do. Loads and loads of two and two Diablo stuff as well as vertical Diablo. Anyway, I'm going to just make my way backstage. I just left my seat going backstage. just going to see if I can uh, uh, get a bit of uh, a reaction from the guys. Uh, here they are. One second. Roman. Roman. Oh, one second. Could you just, just I'm just recording something for the podcast. Oh, you want to give your reaction of the show and, and what the audience was like? Uh, it was just very fine because it's for us, uh, it's the first time we did. A thing like that in two, just in two oh. without musician. Yeah, it was so just the two of you, wasn't it? How long was the show? I don't know. Half oh, okay. An hour. Maybe. Half an hour, okay. Cause, but then you had. Uh, well, tell us what happened at the end of the show as well.
1: Yeah, there was a fucking great standing ovation. <laughs> I <Right. laughs> so it was really touching.
0: Yeah, well, it wasn't just one standing ovation. I think you'll find it was like four or five standing ovations I as well. Oh, I didn't count them. <laughs> anyway, they're having I a drink have and cheers. Have to actually, cheers. Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> no. Well you drink up then. Thank you very much for the uh, for then, for the show. Later, actually uh, for a little bit longer conversation at the Berlin convention. That's correct. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'll catch up <laughs> with you guys then. <laughs> Thanks a lot guys. Fantastic show. Thanks so uh, yeah really really great show oh also at the end they came down for a um, uh, uh, like finale piece as well and they did some extra tricks including um, Infinite Suicide Vertax Vertax Infinite Suicide from Ella I've seen Tempe do it before but she did it like um, much much better (laughs) and much much longer and uh, got another standing ovation just for that one trick anyway can't say enough good stuff about that show Um, so more updates later so, it's now Saturday morning, and uh, I was actually going to give some more updates from yesterday, but I was a bit depressed after the um, after the first show last night, the open stage show, that I never got around to mentioning anything, and then I was a bit excited about Trespass, so I never mentioned anything there either, but um, yeah, it was a good day yesterday, the sun was out, so I spent quite a bit of time outside, had a go at these springy stilts, which are, you know, the ones that you bounce around on, um, which were, which was quite scary but good fun um, also because I didn't want to eat just the normal food that's laid on for the artists and things I went to the, the Italian stall that had pizza and pasta and things like that um, on the convention site that was and it was just the most fantastic food ever so tasty all of it was just absolutely perfect um, yeah and then uh, show stuff talking to lots of people at le- late at night uh, running through my routines for tomorrow and they were going really well uh, and for the past two nights as well combat some really really cool combat sessions as well and uh, so now i'm actually backstage it's um about 10 o'clock in the morning the show starts at nine o'clock this evening so we've got 11 hours to sort the show out um i'm presenting the show in uh to lots of french people and i think i am pretty much the only person in the entire convention who doesn't speak any french at all um and they asked me to present the show Interesting. We'll see how it goes. Um, So, yeah, uh, we're just getting a bit of the stage sorted out at the moment. Uh, Oh, wow. Oh, that's fantastic. They've just walked in, or they've just carried in a projector screen. This is fantastic. Normally when I say, oh, I need a screen and it needs to be about this big, um, they, uh, you know, the conventions never have a clue and we have to sort some out and hang sheets up and things when we get there. But they've actually built a projector screen and even if I wanted to build a projector screen myself, I don't think I could have done a, a better job. It's just perfect. So um, suddenly my confidence in the technical team here has uh, gone up by about 300% for sorting that out. Hopefully they get a video projector now. Uh, yeah, so the show this evening, um, will again, I'll, I'll describe it um more later on when i know more but uh so far really really enthusiastic about the lineup to the show even though because i'm presenting i probably won't get to see as many of the acts as i'd like but um i think i'll be gonna gonna be doing about four or five routines and acts myself between them um so yeah more updates later right then so i'm backstage it's um still saturday Um, But uh, I want to just go into a bit more detail about the show last night And some of the reasons why I thought it wasn't actually that great Uh, Because I just found the uh, set list that's taped up on the wall of a tent backstage And um, let me just uh, go through some of the timings that they've done here First act, 8 minutes Second act, 5 minutes Then 4 minutes Then 6 minutes Then 3 minutes, 30 Then 10 minutes Then 5 minutes Then 4 minutes Then 7 minutes Then 5 minutes Ten acts. On top of that, there were also um, four sketches by the uh, hosts who were doing Diablo and uh, bouncy stilt walking as well. Um, also, what happens is that what that happened was that someone would do something on stage, they'd have some props on there, so the people would come out. Uh, this is the stagehands that would come out, and they would uh, take the props away and take them backstage. Then the lights would come up again, and the hosts would come out and do their sketch, however long they're going to be on stage, five, six, seven, eight minutes. And then they would go away, and the lights would go down. Then the lights would come up, and the, the the next act's equipment would be brought on stage, and the lights would go down, and then the next act would come out, and the lights would go up again. Um, so this people, like the presenters on stage were actually not just... Uh, uh, filling time while the props were set so they were actually wasting time between the props being set which is all a bit strange. The second, lots of rolling around on the floor which can be good Especially, there's a guy here, Nico, who did a rolling around on the floor, and he did it in a unique way because he had um, a unicycle saddle inside his trousers, so it always looked like he had like a post inserted up his um, up his uh, rear end, and lots of lots of comedy and stuff for the first few minutes. And then uh, that's the act that I said lasted ten minutes, choreographed ten minutes. It was all um, it was all written out, and he was speaking to the audience as well. But any act that goes on for ten minutes is either got to be absolutely fantastic or or just cut it down. Um, Uh, One act that I really enjoyed was Manny, who uh, is is German, actually, and he did some rolling around on the floor and juggling, um, but he did it good. His was the act that lasted 3 minutes and 30 seconds. He had one piece of music and stuck to it, and that was it, and that was great, because he did 3 minutes 30 seconds on stage rather than 6 and 7 minutes, and the final act... It says five minutes here they went on for about ten minutes it was two guys one of them balls one of them clubs and they got up and they would you know one of them would do something and then they'd go over and sit down at a table and drink some beer and then the other one would get up and and do something and and with with balls and then sit down and then the guy with clubs would get up and do something the thing is they they didn't have a certain amount of time that they wanted to be on stage they had a certain number of tricks that they wanted to do a little routines that they wanted to do so when they kept dropping them they would pick up and go for it again and go for it again and go for it again so much so that the piece of music that they were using played three times. If you're ever on stage and your music is coming up to the third time through, probably best not to keep trying to get that trick that you can't do. Now, a lot of these people I saw in the gym, and in the gym, they're fantastic. I really like seeing their juggling and seeing the ideas and the creativity. I've spent a lot of the time just in the gym watching all these all these um, uh, jugglers because they've got a lot of unique ideas, uh, new ideas for me, but uh, I don't want to see them on stage because they don't have, they don't have acts. Well, or they think they have acts, but they're, they're not. Final thing, if you're ever, ever going to perform on stage, ladies... If you're going to be upside down at any point, do not wear a long, flowing skirt. Actually, don't wear a skirt at all. It doesn't matter how small it is, how little the skirt is going to be or the dress is going to be, don't wear it, because that's what I've seen show after show this week. Some of them students from the circus schools, but last night there was an act, and there was this very beautiful woman in a very beautiful dress, and uh, quite a cool juggler. It was a very slow act, but she would get on uh, uh, like, um, get on top of this, uh, this cupboard and do a handstand, and it looked looked crap because you couldn't see her face anymore but you could see her like black knickers and it went from being fantastically elegant into something just well amateurish and crap this doesn't just go for people doing um, handstands also if you're going to do any string dangling if you're going to be on a trapeze and you're going to be hanging upside down your skirt will fall around your neck i know you don't practice in your skirts and you practice in your in your leotard and it all works like that but if you're going to be on stage either use a skirt that is attached to your legs or don't use one at all it's that simple really anyway that's all the comments uh and hopefully people putting on shows or putting together acts or, or thinking about costumes can uh think about some of those points for the future and and not do a, a french open stage um routine or show instead so more updates on the show this evening which hopefully is going to go a bit better than the show last night still can't say enough good things about uh trespass Yeah, that's right. It's combat time at the games. The thing is, they do the the way that everyone stands around in a big circle and starts, and then the sm- circle, when people get knocked out, they go back into the circle, and, get, and the circle gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And then everyone stands up around the edge of the circle, so you can't see what's going on in the middle. Um, which is a real pity, uh, because there's something happened then, and nobody sitting down in the audience understood, but there is about 300 people. No, maybe not that many. Maybe about... Uh, 120 people taking part in a three-club combat at the end of the games, which is cool. I think there's another game just about to start. Uh, And I think the guys who are actually leading the games have just completely, utterly lost control. Uh, Games have been okay. A bit long in some places because they've been doing too many turn-based games. Although one of them was so cool, I think I'm going to steal it and uh, do it at the Berlin Convention. Um, And they're trying to stop the combat, but I reckon it's going to happen at least one more time. Let's... uh, yeah, I'll see you on the other side. I'm going to win this one. Okay, so now we have the, uh, the final of it, and it's just the five winners from the five previous games going into a, a big finale kind of thing in a huge arena. I didn't win the last game. I came se- uh, third. Uh, I actually came third twice, but, of course, it's only the first people. So, so we've got um, two, two guys from Chile, Carlos and... Uh, uh, and Toto, who are in the show this evening, I saw them doing passing. And uh, it's just them two now. It's just they're going to fight each other out. Oh, he just kicked a club at the... Uh, Carlos just kicked a club at Toto. Almost knocked him out there. And now I think it's Carlos' go at kicking the club at Toto. And the thing is, I know these two pass together all the time. So they're probably just going to go up into four clubs. Yeah, four clubs. And they might as well just do a passing routine.
2: They
0: yeah. just got rid of that extra club. Let's see what happens here. Oh, yeah, they're starting to pass. This is, it's all becoming a pass. (laughs) They fun pass though. Oh, neither of them did it. They just knocked each other out there for the final. I think they're going for a a joint win. So uh, yeah, Carlos and Toto in the show this evening. I'm looking forward to them. Um, And uh, I think that's the end of the games. And so it's been a while since the last update. It's the interval. Um, had the first half of the show and it's gone really really well so far the whole point of me being the only person within 200 miles of here who doesn't speak any French at all doesn't seem to have put anybody off they seem to be enjoying the show uh, started off with some coat juggling then we had um, uh, Mi uh, Miaka Mi uh, I can't really pronounce her name even though I had it written down on the piece of paper so I did pronounce it right on stage at least um, and, uh, oh, I just realized the, uh, the, uh, the, my video for the second half of the show has begun. No music. Oh, there it is. So as you can see, I'm starting the, the or oh, maybe you can hear, starting the second half of the show with the, the Rocky video routine. Um, yeah, where was I? Anyway, yeah, so then I did this new piece with a mobile phone, which is a new piece of material. Maybe I'll do that again in a show later on. Um, can't really remember who went after that. Oh, no, it was a big the, the Les Ariés or something. Again, I did write their name down um, before the show, so they were really good, actually. huge, like, seven-person passing routine. Um, and then it was uh, Janine, uh, who did a great one-ball routine. And, uh, and then it was... Let me just check here. Oh, then it was Eric... No, not Eric. Isaac um, Lindbergh. He was the Vision Bot Manipulation Series number two artist, the, uh, the uh, forest. He was pretty cool. Didn't see much of his acts though. And then after that I did my tempo juggling routine with, you know, all the, the six rings and five rings and the five and seven balls and the, the four, five, six, three club routine. Uh, and that went down quite well as well. Had a few drops, but hey, that's the whole point of that one. And then closing out the first half of the show was Emiliano. He did a fantastic routine. I've said before that I'm complaining a bit too much about French artists and how they're rolling around on the floor too much. I also complained a little bit um, about uh, uh, how if you're wearing a dress you shouldn't go upside down. Anyway, Emiliano wore a dress and he flopped himself upside down a few times. And it worked perfectly because uh, he was wearing these like y and underneath. Anyway, fantastic routine from him. Uh, middle of the uh, show now, another update coming up after the show. Lots of video routines in the second half of the show. We have seven acts and four of them involve video in some way, two of them mine, uh, and then there was one last minute thing. So I think it's a bit video heavy for the second half of the uh, show, but um, I think my video is the best. Anyway, let's hear how it goes later. Uh, Second half during the second half now, Emiliano is on stage and um, here's a lesson to uh, anyone wanting to host a show always remember to ask the person how long their act is going to be um, because I didn't ask Emiliano how long his second act was going to be, I completely forgot and I've got no idea how much longer he's going to be on stage but he's still in a dress he's still rolling around on the floor he's still really really good fun, if you remember back to the um, interview that we did on the podcast with Emiliano he uh, his final word uh, to, the, to everyone listening was uh, have fun, and I think play, I think that was the thing, but play seriously, and he's on stage playing seriously, I'm really enjoying the show. So uh, now it's Sunday, I didn't do an update last night after the show when I'd finished and come off stage, mainly because I was, well, first of all, packing lots of stuff up and uh, and they started taking the big top down as soon as the... uh I was cleaning the inside of it out as soon as the show finished, so I didn't do anything then. Uh, And then I ate, because I was absolutely starving, because I'd forgotten to eat in the afternoon. Um, And I ate it again at the Italian uh, stand, and it was fantastic. I just can't get over how good the food was from the uh, town. just getting the big mixed plate as well. Uh, That was great. Then I went into the uh, the gym, and I was going to do an update there, but I fell asleep. And then I woke up and then I fell asleep and then I woke up. Actually, I was generally just dozing off watching people juggle in the gym. But it was quite a good time. And then late at night when the gym was almost empty, somebody woke me up. And uh, if you ever want to put Luke into a really, really bad mood, when he's asleep, wake him up by jabbing him underneath the arm, in the armpit, in sort of in the ribs with your finger. Sure fire way to put me into a really, really bad mood. Anyway, let me just uh, give a quick update of the second half of the show. First of all, there was... um uh, uh, oh me yeah I did my Rocky act uh, with a video piece um, and then a uh, I think I, uh, that was the, one of the last updates I gave um, Ryan did a did a piece as well Emiliano then there was a Carlos and Toto um, from Chile and they did quite a good act and uh, but didn't really get a, a huge response maybe because they insisted on playing their promotional video for three minutes before they went on stage which I was dead against as soon as I heard about this a few like hours before the show but uh, they went with it anyway then it was, Stefan Zing. He was doing a new piece. Um, It's sort of like the piece that he presented last year at the EJC, but without the chair and a bit faster paced. But to be honest, I actually prefer his old version as well because I think it had nicer music as well. I can't remember what the old music was, but his choice of music in the show last night I thought was um, not quite as cool. Uh, Then I finished off with a three ball and video piece and big standing ovation at the end of the show when I got all the artists out. And generally the whole idea of me hosting the show in English in a completely French speaking part of the world worked well. Uh, had quite a lot of good responses about it last night um, after the show, and also this morning as well. Some people were saying you know it was great and it worked really good and it was uh, and the pieces that I did were good also good reactions from the from some of the new material that I presented in the show, uh, which is also quite cool. One person said they normally hate hosts of shows but really like me. Um, And uh, that was cool. One person said that they were sitting among some people from the town uh, of Toulouse, non-jugglers. And uh, they didn't understand anything I said and were bored at some points when I was speaking a bit too much, but generally had a good time. So I think in total, uh, the joke of me presenting the show in English uh, worked and um, I'll do it again. Actually, i say i do it again. I have done this quite a few times. I've presented shows in the Netherlands, completely in English. In Israel, completely in English. In Austria, completely in English. And in other places, um, like Germany, completely in English as well. And uh, normally I can do quite a good job. So that's pretty much the, uh, the end of the convention. I've had a really good time. Um, might as well... While I'm still on site, do a few high-low stuff. Uh, highlight of the show, oh, the convention was probably Trespass on stage. They were really, 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 really good. Low point of the convention, I don't really know if I've got a low point of the convention. Maybe last night, some of the setup before the show was a bit stressful trying to get. Um, Trying to work out what was going to go on in some points. I'm not going to go into details now, but it was a little bit stressful last night before the show. Goal of the convention: just to do some workshops, and I only did one workshop. I was booked for three, but they uh, they gave me too much to do with hosting the show, so I didn't manage to do some of the workshops because, yeah, in the end, they weren't paying me enough. Goal: oh yeah, also to do a good show, and I did do a good show, and it worked really well. Uh, crush of the convention Uh, it would be a bit easy just to say trespass but they are fantastic literally those guys could walk around on stage together without doing any Diablo and it would just be completely fantastic I'd just be in awe of them just with the chemistry between them on stage but apart from that maybe Priam as well he's been great this uh, convention I did an interview with him which I'll be playing out later on in the uh, in this season of podcasts bane of the convention just the weather now it hasn't been raining too much it's not overly muddy anywhere uh i did actually when i was packing up after the show last night i found um my suntan lotion that i brought some factor 60 suntan lotion fat little good that's done me Uh, Yeah, we all had a good giggle about that after the show last night but everything is just damp all of the time nothing has got dry so you sort of uh, you know i was literally picking my props up on stage last night and wiping sort of damp you know, moist wetness off of them before I could juggle them on. this was on stage and it's it's just unpleasant all of that kind of thing yeah and surprise of the convention or other of the convention I think just how fantastic the Italian food was um, because the artist's food was so bad that they put on um, and the Italian food stall was so 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 good so uh, that summarises and brings to a conclusion my uh, convention experience here in the south of France I'll be um Uh, responding to emails and other things in a section just after this but uh, hopefully you've enjoyed this a bit different from the one at the BJC mainly because there was less people to talk to in English about organizing and things like that but uh, maybe um, maybe we'll do this again at another convention in the future so let's go So that was my time at Toulouse Juggling Convention. And uh, now for the end of the podcast, I'm joined by Polly. Hi. And uh, we're going to just go through some of the feedback uh, that we got um, from the previous podcast in the past week. Of course, we can't reply to every email that we get. Uh, We do read all the emails that we get, but we can't reply to them all here on the podcast. Uh, Polly, did you enjoy the, uh, the report that I made from the convention?
3: Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Especially because I got a back and a foot massage while I was listening to it. That was fantastic. I, I can just recommend that. Yeah.
0: Well, while listening to the Juggling podcast back and foot massages.
3: Yeah, it's fantastic.
0: Any any questions about what I didn't Luke say? Luke knows,
3: otherwise I wouldn't have listened to it. So he... <laughs> no, that was <laughs> he your idea. With a, with a massage.
0: That was your idea. But have you got any, <laughs> any questions or any other comments about the conventions that I, I didn't mention on the, in the report?
3: If I had comment- any questions, any questions? Oh, of, questions. Of, I, yeah. I I wasn't there. I can't can't have any comments. Uh, no, I was just uh, quite um, surprised that it was a big convention. I thought it was like a small convention, but well, one no, thousand people isn't small.
0: I think I think there were about eight hundred people could fit into the into the big top for each show. Um, and there was lots of people who didn't come into the shows, but then lots of people who came in from the from the outside. I think over the entire um, over the entire four days when they had shows, they uh, they sold because they had shows in the afternoons as well. I think they had about six thousand tickets to give away, yeah. Well, not to give away to sell. A lot of them, of course, went to each each day went to. Uh, uh, the convention goers but a lot of them went to the people in the town and um, oh, also one other thing that i wanted to mention about the convention itself was just just and maybe it's french conventions i don't know but
3: Bet you missed me so much i did miss you a lot yeah that's very french
0: um not just that <laughs> uh, it was because uh, the french people were um, seemed to have quite a, a relaxed attitude to um cleanliness and personal hygiene and just you could see that people there they weren't just sh- not showering while they were there, because that's sometimes you know acceptable for conventions as well. But um, they, I just they looked like they didn't shower for a few weeks before they got there. And uh, really
3: nasty to say. It's just
0: it? it's just that quite a lot of the festival goers didn't seem to be jugglers. They were just festival goers, sort of traveller kind of types as well. And. Let me just put this in perspective. I I've not noticed how bad dogs at campsites, are for these camping festivals, is until I went to this camping festival and I knew that in the campsite, well, because they gave me a tent to use, in the campsite there was dogs running around, not on leads, and I'm walking through at night, thinking I don't know what I'm treading in here, and then I wake up the next morning, come out in the sun, and um, or you know when it's daylight, and I walk back through the camping site and I see lots of small piles of dog. Dirt, which have been trodden on in the night, and I know that people have actually trodden on these things and then gotten back to yeah. their their tents with uh, yeah. So I completely
3: and then not even washing their feet, I d- bare feet. And no, I don't, I don't think, shit. I don't think
0: anyone had bare feet because it wasn't a, it wasn't a sunny convention. It's oh, quite yeah. muddy, um, but yeah, just the whole it was all just a bit uh, smelly. Anyway, let's move on to uh, now we
3: know where the mud comes from. The what? The mud. The mud. It's all dog shit. No, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> it wasn't at all. No, it was just raining. Um, oh, okay. Anyway, so let's go on to some feedback from the convention. I'll just pull up the, um, the little uh, file I got with lot of emails from online. First of all, um, some, uh, some responses to the, the comments that we made about bad conventions at the end of the last um, podcast. One person said back, you know, my least favorite convention, or one of my least favorite conventions, which was Derby Convention, uh, was his favorite. And he listed the reasons why it was his favorite convention. The pass was cool. The shows were cool. The guests were really good. The workshops were good. I agree with all of that. There was lots of really, really good stuff about the Derby convention, um, the Derby British Juggling Convention, except the whole point was that it was in a field and uh, it rained a lot. And it was just that kind of thing that I, I think that kind, of, uh, that kind of setup isn't suited to conventions in the UK.
3: But what I think is like 90% of the people think their best convention ever is their first. Yeah,
0: and that was his first convention. Yeah,
3: otherwise it has to be really bad so that you don't think it's the best one ever.
0: Exactly, and that brings us on to the, um, the other comment that we did when we, when we talked about um, Manchester juggling convention, just a small convention there. We we brought that up in terms of if you ever go to a convention and you don't like it, go to another convention. That was our piece of advice. Um, although
3: I, I still think it's a good advice.
0: Oh yeah, great piece of advice and I stand by that. Um, the thing is, some people said we were a bit down on the Manchester convention and just said it's a bit crap. Uh, I, it might have come across like that because i do actually think manchester convention is a bit crap as a first convention and we and and for me it's it's not a good convention because there's a few things that i really like from conventions manchester provides quite a few of them but there's like specific things like um entertainment and fun which it doesn't provide that much it's more of a place to get together with your mates and hang out and go to the pub afterwards and there's a bit of the quiz which was good the first year but it's really like uh, past it now after three years that i went there or maybe four years i can't remember um but uh, yeah, it just it it just doesn't really tick boxes for me as a convention. But some people do go and they do enjoy it.
3: Yeah, and I guess it's a local convention, so when you know everyone there, yeah, yeah, it's that's your great. Local convention, that's great. Yeah, and I go there. You and you make it fun. Yeah,
0: I go there and have a lot of fun. But, but when
3: you're not from there and you go along, and it's your first it's convention, bit, it's not yeah, great. Difficult.
0: I, I just think it's the labeling of it. They call it a juggling convention, where it's really just a sort of like a juggling day. You know, there's it's got. Less to do with juggling conventions as it does just to do with like a like a, a club meeting that's like a bit bigger. I don't know, but um, but yeah, there was some some feedback about that. But I do stand. Uh, oh, someone else said that. What was what was it? We have a thing. Yeah, small conventions need our support and love, um, which was a comment that sp specifically liked.
3: Yeah, I thought it was really funny.
0: Um, and that 's true, but if they if they 're not going to put any effort into making the uh, the convention good, um, I would recommend going to other conventions and I think last week we did mention quite a few conventions that we would uh, go to Someone else from Germany um, said uh, when we interview um, interview people they want he wants to know more this is uh, Stefan uh, he wants to know more about uh, the non juggling influences it's of jugglers Stefan, Stefan. 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 Oh, yeah, and no, it's not Stefan, it's Stefan. Um, he wants to know more about like the non-juggling inspiration and uh, skills and talents that influence people's juggling. So uh, he, the, the example he used was the breakdancing of Victor Key, how breakdancing influences Victor Key's style. Even though he's not a breakdancer, that's a big influence as well. So, um, and
3: also Matt Hall is doing quite a bit of breakdancing, No, dancing, no th- that's
0: not an influence in his style. He, he juggles, and then he breakdances, and then he juggles, and then he breakdances. Okay. It's not an influence in his juggling style, whereas Victor Key... When you see him juggling, you really see breakdancing moves and and, and body-popping moves with his juggling you know his, he expresses his juggling or his uh, breakdancing skills through his juggling whereas Matt Hall is a breakdancer and he's a juggler um, and he's just a
3: bad boy yeah but he's the he's... sweetest <laughs> I've ever seen um,
0: <laughs> someone wants the interview with Ori Roth that we did uh, a few people uh, mm. mentioned that on Wrecked Juggling and we'll see about releasing that somehow in the future um,
3: oh and thanks to Ori for the videos he oh says. yes
0: and we got some videos through for our, our show that we did so in yes, Israel thank you um, so we'll uh, we'll watch them sometime. Uh, what was this one? I did. Bishu. Uh This is from Harm in um, the Netherlands, who's who's organising the uh, Dutch Juggling Championships, um, and he has some experience with juggling in Ethiopia. Some interesting stuff that he said. Um, he says that ethi- uh, that circus is pretty much one of the most popular activities after football in ethiopia and loads and loads of people are doing club passing and bounce juggling and hat juggling it was um and but they you know he also mentioned there's nine-year-old kids juggling five clubs but they're not proper clubs they're made out of plastic bottles and things like that that's with his experience of um, youth circuses from ethiopia and also he's got a, a a good friend i think it was um who founded a youth circus in Rotterdam in Holland who also goes out to Ethiopia and they've got a lot of experience there. Um so uh, yeah it seems like Ethiopian jugglers there could be like a new Anthony Gatto out there or a new team that we just got no idea about. And that's pretty much true. I mean that's what happens. Oh, 5. Yeah, I mean it could be any number of 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 people that we don't know about. Um what was this one? Oh that was someone saying that the BJC in Derby was great. Um what was this what email that we got here? Uh Oh, a question from someone called Luke, Luke H. He asked a, a question specifically about organising juggling conventions. Now, we can't really tell you about that. I would recommend anyone who's got any questions about... Peachy. Um, yeah, yeah, it's actually <laughs> email people who organise big conventions like Peachy. Um, get on UK but jugglers or could, even maybe better... Maybe
3: we could do an interview with someone organising a convention instead of a juggler. I mean, of course, he's they. they are jugglers. But what is important for that? I think that might be a, another view. Yeah, because Peachy
0: has been involved in quite a lot of um, organizing and, and other people have as well. So well, maybe we'll do that. But I can't really answer specific questions about co- organizing large conventions, about camping regulations and things like that. The best thing, if you're in the UK, is um, try and sign up for the um, Org email list on Yahoo!, um, which is the juggling convention organisers list? I'm a member of that, and uh, but it's not a public group. You've just got to, or maybe it is a public group, but you have to be in to, in invited on there to see it. So uh, try and uh, just email to rec.juggling or UK jugglers or something like that if you want to get connected to that one. Um, uh, what was this email? Oh yeah, background music all the way through, which was a was was a request by someone. And Donald. Um, uh, sent us an email and said he once listened to um a podcast called tech talk and there was music all the way through and it always sounded like they were summarizing and uh, and finishing what just finishing what they were going to say even though they kept on talking and he says it was really bad and couldn't really uh uh listen to it he also said podcast 19 was a little short but a great interview i think that was charlie dancy
3: uh, yeah, I think so, but it's really funny because our plan was to have half an hour no it was it was week. always about
0: forty five minutes i uh, think wasn't I it?
3: think we we wanted to have it half an hour and then it got forty five minutes and then it got an hour and now when it's an hour, we think, oh, that's fine. We got it down to an hour, <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, Um, but I'm glad that the people enjoy an hour because I thought it would would be a bit long
0: there are uh, quite a few other emails I'm not going to go into oh one person asked um, this is David from North Carolina in the United States he says are you going to go to another IJA convention Uh, maybe if we if we have time or if we're invited you know I'd love to go across to America and do a A a full show there. You do it by yourself then. Okay, yeah. Paula doesn't like flying, so she doesn't want to go to America. Um, He also says, "Should I attempt to talk to any of the professional jugglers, or will they want to be left alone?" This is, I guess, at the IJA convention. I say, "Talk to any juggler you want. Jugglers are generally really, really nice, and professional jugglers."
3: Recommend some.
0: Yeah, I mean Jochen and Florian from Berlin, good friends of ours. uh um, will be at the IJA convention this year. They probably love to talk to as many people in America as they can. They they probably won't know that many people at the convention. So uh, and
3: Thomas D's English got quite well now, so he'll be happy to talk. His to
0: English people. has got quite well,
3: <laughs> <laughs> as well. Uh,
0: sorry. So, uh, yeah, if Thomas is going back there as well, yeah, just talk to the guys. They'll be fine. For every one professional juggler that you uh, that you speak to who gets annoyed with you speaking to them because you're just some kind of amateur juggler, you know, a hundred of them will be happy to talk to you about anything.
3: Yeah, and then he isn't a professional juggler. <laughs> who? If he doesn't want to talk to you.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, so he's not <laughs> a cool professional. Uh, one, uh, a, few, a few things. Um, one person sent us an email just saying, I'm your fan. That's from someone called Joel. No body of the no like body of the email, just the subject. Uh, one person has added us to PodPlanet.com, um, so go along to PodPlanet.com and vote for us. I think actually I've not looked at the website. I just got the email, but it looks quite um, quite cool. Um, oh oh
3: oh oh! What? And we we got money. Yeah, I was just that was I was saving that one to last. Oh, oh I uh, just remembered that. Yeah, someone called so David.
0: Cool. Someone called David um said sent us this. Um, Email and it says thanks for creating the juggling podcast I would give you empty praise but I thought I'd put my money where my mouth is thanks for putting together the best juggling podcast in the solar system um and yeah, he sent us he sent us 25 euros via PayPal, which is cool. Um, we weren't expecting that. We've never asked for any donations. We have been donated this this really cool uh, little uh, mini disc recorder um, that we use. Uh, but yeah, that's cool because that'll go towards buying the mini discs and the batteries and and the bits and pieces that we that we spend on the podcast.
3: Yeah, um, and maybe a coffee.
0: <laughs> yeah, and a, and a cup of coffee. I think we'll have a leftover for a cup of coffee at the end as well. So uh, that was very nice. Uh, we're not asking for donations. And we're Thank not going to put that. any donate to us on the website or mention it again. But, hey, if you want to send us cash. No, w-
3: no <laughs> I think we won't uh, mention donation again. Or no. will we? No, that's what I'm saying. Mention I'm not going to. But if you, if you want to will just we? send no. men- M- mention donation again? No, 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 we
0: won't. Okay. But if you want to send us money. <laughs> no, no, it's just. Uh, it yeah, was just, it's just not a joke. It's <laughs> not a joke. Go- yeah, if you want it. No. No. Um, <laughs> No, we, we we do we do okay, from money. We don't need contributions to make the podcast run. You know, the the website uh, pretty much pays for itself. We don't need help with bandwidth. Actually, I, I hope we don't. I've not really looked into what? the. Um, into,
3: uh, we don't need help with what?
0: Bandwidth, like um, the website of, of servers. No, and stuff we just like need that. internet. Yeah, <laughs> we just don't have any internet connection at home at the moment. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much the end of the podcast. Keep your emails coming in to Luke at juggler.net. And Polly, you got some emails this week as well. Yeah. Um, so keep sending Polar uh, emails as well to polarbrandler at yahoo.com check out the webpage lukeburge.com and there's a link there to juggling podcasts Um, and I think that's about it
3: yeah, any news? yeah, that we have new cruise ship uh, offers
0: yeah, that's cool as well we'll be working more in June and September and an offer for next March already as well, which is which is quite cool. Otherwise, uh, no news. I've got, a, like I say, interview with Priam that will probably play out next week or the week after. got some other interviews as well that I'd love to play out. Um,
3: and I've got an interview with Priam. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,
0: um, so, uh, so we'll maybe have that one next week. So um, thanks a lot, everyone, and see you
3: later. Bye. <laughs> the thing away that I've just noticed. (laughs) Oh, 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 world peace.